Good morning, everyone. Hope you have a wonderful day. Continue. We left off. Tenth chapter in the Dorim, seventy-seven A on the top. Okay, we learn the Mishnah. We learn the Shabbos. We fit in the Dorim. The Shabbos. We allowed to revoke vows on Shabbos. A father and a husband could revoke the, the wife's or the daughter's vow on Shabbos. In the Shalom and Dorim is for Shabbos. They're allowed to. Petition to annul a vow, to release a vow from a tvachim, but only if it's necessary for Shabbos. So Yibayilu, they, they ask the question, and they inquire, Mefit in the Dodem B'Shabbos, the Seder Shabbos, when he says he allowed to revoke a vow on Shabbos, he means the same like releasing a vow, only if it's necessary for Shabbos, or even if it's not necessary for Shabbos. Tashma, bring your proof. Academy of Rapapi taught You're not allowed to revoke unless it's necessary for Shabbos. I said she, she, she forbid herself something that, that stops her, interferes with, uh, with Shabbos, the majority of Shabbos. Ravashi says, "Alit nan hachi." What we didn't learn in the Mishnah says, "Not that I'm chashech." We learned in the Mishnah, now our Mishnah, she made a vow. Im chashech right before darkness, may flash a light taksha. You're allowed to, you're allowed to revoke the vow before it's dark. The Amos said, "Chashabes inchalis chashabes loy." If you're gonna say that you're only allowed to revoke a vow if it's necessary for Shabbos, mighty chashech. Why? Why? Because it's dark. Then you can no longer revoke it. I feel like the techi Even if it's early in the day, you can't either revoke it. So you say Shabbos. It's not necessary for Shabbos. Words. If you make a vow, she makes a vow right before Shabbos. You can't say it interferes with Shabbos. It has nothing to do with Shabbos. Shabbos is over already. A minute in one minute, Shabbos is over. So she's making a vow. It has nothing to do with Shabbos. He says, once it becomes dark, then, then you can no longer revoke it. If you make that type of vow, even if you make it early in the day, you can't revoke it. Exactly. Mishnah is saying the only problem is that you have a minute to, to revoke it, so you better do it right away. But if it has nothing to do with Shabbos, apparently this has nothing to do with Shabbos, it's a minute before Shabbos, so then even if it's early in the day, you can't revoke it. I feel So we see clearly that's the point of the Mishnah. It has nothing to do with the, of course it has nothing to do with Shabbos. But since there's a deadline, therefore we allow the father or the, or the husband and the husband to revoke any vow. Versus release, release we don't allow only if it's, if it's relevant to Shabbos. Okay, so we have, it seems like an argument of interpretation, an argument of Rabzuti. And, and Rabachi, but Rabachi brings a proof from our Mishnah. So the mother says... And the Rabzuti brings a Braise. Amy Finn and Dorm say, Clear Braise. So it's actually an argument of Tanoi. Now a Mishnah and the Braise. I thought it's in the Dorm Kolayim. It says in the Braise, I thought it's in the Dorm Kolayim. You can revoke a vow all day. Only 24 hours. 
according to one who says that you have entire day, but not more. Only till nightfall, right? I feel the slaves are Shabbos Mef. That's the argument of the Bereis. In other words, Rabbi Zuti would say, if you hold, if you hold, if you hold, like Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Yehuda, that you could only, you have 24 hours, then, then there's no difference. Then there's no difference between uh, revoking and releasing. If it's a Seder Shabbos, then you could. And if it's not, not. There's no rush. There's no deadline. You have 24 hours. But if you hold, you only have till, 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 till uh, the deadline's at night. No matter what time of the day you made. If it's a minute before, you only have one minute to revoke. Then, then whether the... It's a Seder Shabbos. Not a Seder Shabbos. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Shabbos. The mission says at the end of Shabbos that you're allowed to track the Shabbos. You're allowed to release a vow, petition to release a vow. If it's l'tzedek Shabbos, necessary for Shabbos. They inquired. Does it mean that they had no no chance to revoke it before Shabbos? Even if they had a chance. Let's say they had a chance. There was plenty of time to do it on Friday. But for whatever reason, they didn't. Are they also allowed to release it? If, even if it's, or no, if you had a chance to do it before Shabbos, and even if it's for the sake of Shabbos, that's it. You're not allowed to. If you have no choice, you have no chance, opportunity to release it before Shabbos. And you need it for the sake of Shabbos to release the vow. Only then do we allow. bring you approved. Because on Shabbos, the rabbis um, listened to the petition. The son of Rabzutra, the son of Rabzutra. And it happened to be, it was a vow that they had a chance to do it before Shabbos, and they didn't. And nevertheless, since it was for the sake of Shabbos, they released them on Shabbos. Even though he had an opportunity to do it before, considered saying the Shalom the Shabbos. when you say they are allowed to release a vow on Shabbos, it's only in the case if you're releasing it through an expert. But, but through a panel of three laymen. Why? Because that looks like a court case. Now to have a court case in Shabbos. But if it's a rav, it's one expert, then it doesn't look like you go, you're din. I'm like, Abaye, Abaye said to Rabbi Yezid, keep in this middle. Since we hold that a release could be performed by three, even while they're standing. You don't have to sit down like a, in a, a real court case. The judges have to be seated. Here, even if they're standing. I feel a little bit craving, even if they're relatives. A court case, you can't have a relative judge you. You can't serve as a judge. I feel a little even at night. You're not allowed to have a court case at night. So, it doesn't look like a din. Even if three, if you have three, you happen to be during the day and they're sitting and they're... 
and it doesn't and they're not correct it doesn't matter since since an Indian you don't have to therefore because everyone knows that in this case you don't really need a din it can be done even if they're standing at night relatives at once even if they are sitting and it's during the day and they're not relatives and it doesn't look like in a court the law is you're allowed to revoke vows at night it says now a Mishnah we just learned it not Shabbos she made a vow on Shabbat, uh, Friday night, and you have all, all day, to, to, well, 24 hours to, to revoke it. I mean, until the next night. So what, what's Rabbi Abba, what's Rabbi coming to teach me? Elaim must say, Allah nish'olim balayim. Chiddush of Rav is not revoking. Revoking, we know you could do at night. The mission says it clearly. What Rav is coming to teach us is that even, even annulment, releasing a vow could also be done at night. Even though it's like a court case. You need a panel, a single a single sage or a panel. But nevertheless, it's not really like a court case. It could be done at night. He didn't say it. But he was quiet when I made this state, when I said this law in his presence, he was quiet. In other words, he accepted it. He agreed with it. <laughs> Maybe he was silent because he didn't agree with you. You're saying he was silent, that means he silently agreed. Maybe not. Or are you saying a seekamrit? Like someone who says, that when someone tells his friend, drink this, that I'm offering you. Seekamrit. Say that uh, Rabbi Abba said in the name of Rabbi Huna. So he wanted to know, did Rav agree with this? He says, yeah, he was quiet. That means he agreed. So he says, was he quiet and he agreed? Or maybe he was drinking. So he couldn't say anything. <laughs> he was in the middle of drinking. And then you left. And then as soon as he finished drinking, he protested. He said, I disagree. So I'm Rav Yikabaravin. It's technically Rav Rav. Rav, an old vow for Rav. We continue on side B in the small chamber of the rabbinic academy. He was standing. He was alone. It was at night, and this was the case. This was the the, the place in the chamber of the, of the rabbinic academy. So he did it. Not only he agrees, he did it himself. The law is nishalun the darim emet yichidi balayla b'shabes u'bekreivim filahelim p'nai b'diyam and even on Shabbos alone at night the Shabbos obviously only only if it's related to Shabbos you need it you need to you need to release the vow in order to celebrate Shabbos. The Mar says oimed oimed. But Tanya, we learn Yarei Rabban Gamliel Menachemoy when this Atav Yashav Hitlin Nidre. We learn the Brayser Rabban Gamliel dismounted his donkey. 
this is a Brais and Edevin. That someone approached him. Ramadil was riding his donkey, and the person approached him to petition him to annul his vow. Ramadil dismounted his donkey, sat down, and he released it. So you see, you have to sit. You might answer that. Ramadil sober, Ramadil hold, in Paiskim Bacharot. You can't make an opening out of regret. Make a Nidrabin. So you have to think about it, you have to concentrate. If it's a regret, then it's simple. Person says, I regret, I made a vow. What do I care why? He regrets it. So that's enough to release. But if you say regret is not enough, regret means now I regret. I would have made the vow. I definitely would have made the vow when I made the vow. From now on, I regret it. Now I regret it. But I'm happy I made the vow, but now I want to, I regret it now and now it bothers me. But that's not enough according to Gomlil. You have to be Oikimei Kader. You have to have a Pesa. In other words, if there were circumstances, had you known there were circumstances, you would never have made the vow in the first place. Only then could you make a release. So for that, you have to think. You can't just, uh, you know, you have to sit down to be able to think. That's why he sat down. We do make an opening out of regrets. I feel a moment. There's nothing to think. Very simple. You don't have to, there's nothing to, to contemplate. You don't have to come up with any special openings, you know. There's nothing to concentrate. Did you see one of the rabbis that came from Israel from the West and reported that the rabbis nullified the vow of the son of Rabbunah Baravin and they annulled his vow they released him from his vow and they said to him go and ask mercy for your soul because you've sinned the brother of Safra learned whoever makes a vow even if he fulfills the vow he's called a sinner What's the Pasuk? Where do we see this in the Pasuk? It says in the Pasuk, If you refrain from vowing, there won't be any sin. But if you don't refrain, Even if you fulfill the vow, there is a chet. In other words, just the clearing of vow is already a sin. Even if it's fulfilled. So he's saying, even, even if they release the vow, which is as if you never made it, but, but the time that you make a vow, the fact that you're making a vow is already sinful. Even if you can end up fulfilling the vow. And you will learn the Braith, say to your wife, when you hear her vows, all vows are your vow, it's not... I don't want it. It's not according to my will that you make the vow. Or if he said to her, this is not a vow, he's not saying anything. If he says, you did well, there's no one like you, you're the best. If he didn't make a vow, I would impose the vow upon you. Then the word stand. That is a confirmation. So either to revoke it, you have to say clearly, I revoke. Even though you're implying you don't want the vow, it's not good enough. The vow remains binding. There has to be an explicit revocation. 
But if he's praising her, he's implying that he wants the vow to remain in effect. So, so they, the, the, this is a, a confirmation of the vow. What's the difference? Why, when you revoke an implication, implied revocation is not enough, but an implied confirmation is? Because to confirm, all you need is be quiet. If you don't do anything, the vow is confirmed. If you confirm it in your heart, it's already also good. So, so you know, even if you're silent, the vow just remains in effect. So if you're confirming in your heart, so here if you're implying, it's also good. It's a confirmation. But he's saying it's more than just you're not revoking it. It also acts as a confirmation. After you confirm, you can no longer revoke it. Because uh, he says, we're going to learn later on, the confirmation of the heart is a good confirmation. So surely if you're implying it, it's surely a good confirmation. But to revoke it, however, it can't be from the heart. It has to be explicit. The vow is revoked for you. It's cancelled for you. Like he says, during the weekday, you should say it in a different way, differently than you say it during the week. You should tell her to leave the Eichli. Here, go and eat. She made a vow, she's not going to eat. And interfering with her. And he says, go, go, take and eat it. Go, take and drink. You shouldn't do it the way you do it during the week. But he has to cancel it in his heart. In his heart, he should say, he should think to himself, the vow is revoked. Even though in general, revoking in your heart is not enough. Even impl- implication, implying is not enough. But if when you do an action, you take an action, she made a vow that prohibits her from eating, you're taking an action, giving her food and telling her, ordering her to eat, it, then it's as if you're expressing it. Why shouldn't you do it the way you do it during the week? Well, you shouldn't revoke vows, but here you have no choice because you have a deadline. But do it in a different way. It should be a little different thing to do it during the week. Instead of saying openly, I'm revoking a vow, which brings up a question, are you allowed to revoke a vow on Shabbos? And a regular vow you're not allowed to release unless it's in the gear to Shabbos. So therefore, you just say it in a different way. You do it, take an action. Taking an action is, is, is like saying it explicitly. He cancels in his heart. While he's telling her, take and eat it, take and drink it, he cancels it in his heart. But during the week, he says it clearly I'm revoking the vow. During the week, if you did this, if you told her eat and drink while thinking in your heart you're revoking the vow, would not be effect. Because words of the heart are not the dvarim shabalevenim dvarim are not considered words. Have no legal legal uh, status, legal strength. But on Shabbos we have no choice. You're not allowed to say it openly. So the combination of you taking the action and saying and you're thinking in your heart that the, the vow is revoked is effective. Still, Lehman says, 
This is effective even during the week. Even during the week, by telling her eat and thinking in your heart, I'm revoking the vow, it, it's enough. It's like saying it explicitly. If the wise one says that the, the, that the vow is revoked, it's meaningless. He doesn't have the power to revoke a vow, to smash the vow. He only has the power to release it as if it was never done in the first place. And vice versa, if the husband or the father says, I release the vow, it has no, has no validity. He only has the power to smash the vow from now going forward. So Leah Maklub, they say nothing. This is the thing that Hashem said. This is how Hashem commanded. A sage nullifies the vow. The husband doesn't have the power to nullify the vow. I would think. I would think logically. I can bring a logically compelling argument. If a wise one who cannot revoke a vow, Matir has the power to nullify the vow. Baal has the power to smash the vow. surely has the power to release. That's why the Pasik says we continue in 78 days. This is it. This is the way Hashem said it. Zeh. Specific. We learn another Braise. Zeh Adover. Baal Mefer. Specifically, the husband revokes. I would think the exact opposite. Baal Shein Mefer. Mefer, he cannot release, and yet he can he can revoke. So which one is it? Which one is more logical? That makes sense. The baal, the the wise one, can do it even even much later, while the husband only has the holding has twenty four hours or until nightfall. So you would think that if the baal could be mefer, surely the chacham could be mefer. So that's the the, the, the So he says no. Okay, what's the other logic? Very good. That the, the other Brayse says if a chacham. I mean, they both make sense. If the chacham that mefe, he can't just say on his own. She wants the nether. And the chacham says, I don't like it. He has no power. So who's asking you? But, but the husband who has the power to smash it, even though she wants it, and he says, No, I'm breaking it. How much more so? If she wants to release it, he should have the power to release her. Very good. We continue to have a wonderful.